Welcome to a new podcast from kitracing.net. You can listen to us by using a podcast app or Spotify. Just search for kitracing.net. To find out more about our community, visit kiteboard.racing. My name is Peter Svenhard Ingerstam. Episode number 41 with Adeuri Cornell from Dominican Republic and Sofia Tomassone from Italy. Both are youth Olympic gold medalists in kiteboard racing border cross Argentina Buenos Aires 2018. Sofia, she has been competing in freestyle and Adeuri is still competing and he is on the second place right now in the World Kite Champion League. They will talk about their experience from Youth Olympics, freestyle, border cross and the future in hydrofoil kite racing. This podcast is made possible by Fly Surfer Kiteboarding and Levitas Kitefoil. I'm Sofia Tomazzoni, I come from Italy and I'm 16 years old and I'm an athlete and I compete in kite surfing events. Um, I do kite racing and I used to compete in freestyle and now I'm looking forward to do foil kites. My name is Sadori Cornier. I'm from Dominican Republic. I'm 18 years old. I'm a freestyle guy, freestyle rider, and just also 20 bracing now. Uh, and I'm just starting going on foiling. And you have uh, one thing in common that you just won uh, the first Olympic uh, Youth Olympic medal in Argentina. Uh, so the event was pretty. Um intense in Argentina and we had some uh, issues. I uh, fractured my nose, for example, and uh, it was pretty hard, but I had a lot of fun and we managed to uh, compete quite every day. So it was, it was good. Oh, well, with the spot, for sure, it was hard and you couldn't um really be sure of your kite size until you were out there in the racing course which was uh, far away from the beach where we were staying and also the organization sometimes wasn't quite clear but uh, we managed to do it it's a positive event the atmosphere was very good um i mean we all knew each other and we've competed together uh many times so uh, with the athletes it was very good and also being in contact with um many other people from other sports other country was very like good very interesting and uh, inspiring uh from the racing is uh i found that that is a good sport because it just started to be an olympics the youth olympics and me i don't have i just i just have like thing one year like in the racing because I'm a freestyle rider and I used to compete just freestyle. And when I just found out that I was from the Olympics, then the Dominican Federation started working on us just to prepare us and to get ready for the events. And then the first event that we did was uh, in Italy, in Gizzeria. But it wasn't good because we were not like having the current year for this and nothing. We just get like 18 place, uh, me and my friend, Lorenzo Calcaño, that he also is uh, a racing and... And after that, uh, we just went to the first uh, qualifications. We went to Cabarete. We were there because I'm from Cabarete, and it's a good spot for kiting. Me, I didn't. Still, I didn't have the good equipment because I had a kite which was not really good. I had a 19 meter, just a 19 meter. 
in America you have to have four kites, different different uh, sizes. Yep. Mm. Normally just one was a 19 meter and wasn't really good because uh, imagine like this guy was having a lot of holes in the bladder and like just in the middle of the race was just taking off the air and then I get even second place there and then I didn't qualify in this time. Mm-hmm. And it was the first qualification and after the Dominican Federation just give us another chance uh, and we went directly to China. For the second qualification and the last one also for yeah. the yeah for everybody and and there uh, I just had the current gear and everything and then I just went really hard and I was really focused there and I made it like I win eight finals I think was on first place and uh, I was really really happy about it yeah uh, that I just went like this and then after that uh, we were just training even more and then just to go for the Olympics and all this. And then after that, we went to Jitseria back. Yeah. Yeah, and then over there, it was really good because the condition was also really good. And and we were riding hard. And then also with the, all the guys that they ride really hard too. Uh, they are so fast. But in this competition, I don't find that the most fast is the one who wins. It's just the most intelligent and who will make the extra action, you know. Mm-hmm. And me, uh, I just went for it because... Uh, I really love racing, and me, that's one of the things because, like us in freestyle at the WKC, we just made this like you compete against other, you know? Yeah. And you compete like each other. Then I have these things already too long, compete with people. And then me, I'm not scared, you know? And then I just went really good, and then I made it to the end, and I just won first place again in this one. And then we went just directly to the Olympics as. Uh, this was really huge. Like for me, it's a huge experience that I will never forget because it's something that I I, I never have seen in my life, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I will see it. Like if I was to see this in my life, because this is really big. And like when I just arrived there at the opening ceremony, because I was the one select with the flag. Yeah. That first day, I see all these people around. Like it was crazy and huge. And and after that, uh, the event starts. Like the condition there was not really good, but at the end we were just getting getting into it, you know, because uh, we just had like sometimes fifteen knots, something like this. Yeah. And then sometimes we were just going so far because uh, there was not making close to the shore mm-hmm. because there was no wind in the shore. And then we had to take like a kite that you decide, you know. And then we just went directly to the water over there that you don't know if there is thirty knots or <laughs> knots, you know. And then we went with uh, with the, the current cut sometimes, you know. Yeah. And then we just were racing. The first day we made it good. And then the second day also we made it really good. And I had a bad day, which um, I don't know if I was, I don't know what I did, but I did something really bad. And I, and I just lost a boo. But anyway, I was in first place. Yeah. Like even if I lost that one, I just can't take it out because I, I had enough of first place. And then... After that, uh, I keep making it, and I went just to the, the small final. They mm-hmm. went out with four people, and then with eight people. And then I didn't pass this one. I wasn't last this time because I just had a, uh, a tangle with with the Philippine guy. Yeah. The guy from Philippines. And then there was no win. Like, it was really hard to just to pass them because it, was, it, was, it wasn't win. And then after that, I just was pumping, pumping, you know, and then... I made it and I made it to the first bull and after that, uh, 
I just went to first place and I passed to the to the real final. Yeah. Like, final with a gold medal and like all this. You know? And then after that, I just went directly and I was really focused on it. And I just said on my feet, like, this is, this is everything. I have been training for this like almost a year. And I think I really deserve this uh, gold medal because this time it's really hard, even for the Dominicans, because it's a real small country. Yeah. And they had a lot of talent, but the helps with the government is not really good because there's not a lot of money with everything. No. And then, like, it was really good that we had this help with them because uh, they just found the money and then just give to us to buy the gear. You know, I had my first gear mm -hmm. in general. Imagine I didn't change anything. I went with the same board, the same everything. Okay. I just take care of my gear like really good. And then I went for it. I put my head down and I say, now it's my time and I have to do it. And then I just went for it and I made it. Cool. So uh, you mentioned that uh, you like when you compete, uh, you do racing because then everyone is on the water at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I that's when I watch it. Sophia, what do you think about uh, the racing when there are a lot of riders at the same time? I mean, you're coming with high speed. It's very close contact. It's like uh, rugby on the water when you see it. It's very close. Um, I don't quite like that. That's like the the thing I don't like about twenty racing because you get like it's too uh, physical and you have to be aggressive and you have to like find your own space and just uh, sometimes you also have to scream for other people to keep clear from you. So I don't really like that part because I prefer strategy and I prefer um, races where you have time to think, but here you like, you seriously cannot think and uh, you have to handle all of the other riders that may or may not be uh, in control of the kite or, uh, they may be too aggressive sometimes but i mean it's it's like this for everyone so but what do you think is the next step for twenty pricing yeah well twenty pricing uh may have a future because uh when people see it from the beach they quite understand how it works while with um with foil racing it's harder for people for the public to understand what's going on since people can choose whether to go left, right, when to tack or jibe or whatever. So it may have a future and I hope it will for the next generations, for the next youth Olympics. I really hope so because it's a nice uh, discipline and it's really, um, it's really good to race uh, to integrating. But if you if you were responsible to arrange next Youth Olympic, uh, what uh, how will you change the the twin tip racing? Um, I wouldn't change anything except for the format we competed with, because we had um, like uh, we had all of, uh, of of the days for the qualifiers, and then uh, uh, just one day and one race that um, defined it like who won gold, who won silver, bronze, or nothing at all. So I didn't find that uh, right, because you can, you can compete like uh, the top for one week, and then in one day you can lose it all. So I didn't quite, quite like that. But um, for the rest, I would leave 20 tracing as it is. Who's your trainer, Sofia? My trainer is uh, Luca Marcis. But I've also worked a lot with uh, Simone Ivanucci, 
which is the um, the the person that the Italian Federation choose to follow athletes uh, in the road to the Olympics. So I worked uh, with uh, them both, and I really admire them, and I'm I think I'm very much lucky to have them as coach. And also, I was very lucky to have Alessandra Sensini, which is an Olympian athlete, uh, for athlete from Italy. And uh, she was, uh, her advices were very important to me. Uh, what would you say to young uh, uh, riders? Uh... All I can say is that racing changed my life because it's, um, you have to work for it. But uh, if you work hard enough, then you get your rewards so i would suggest uh them to start competing because you learn a lot you get to know so many people and uh if they don't like racing then there's freestyle there's foil there whatever everyone has its own like uh preference but i think that for young riders to start uh, and compete uh, they may find their way there and they may like succeed or, or not or whatever but it's a great experience so will you go for will you go start to compete in hydrofoil racing also yes they just announced that oil is going to be in the next olympics well not the next ones but in paris to uh, 2024 yeah so yes i'm definitely going to start uh, training foiling now because that's my next goal and that's the Th- those are the big Olympics, the real ones. So it's it's like it's a dream, but I'm gonna work hard to make it come true. Cool. Before we continue, tell us about your sponsors. Who's your sponsor, Sofia? Um, uh, I worked uh, with um, with North Guideboarding, which is um, Duoton now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I worked with them, and I got some really good gear and I managed to qualify and do good uh, because I had really nice guides. Mm. So those are, those are my sponsors and uh, you packaging as which is uh, an industry as well. That's it. I don't really have many sponsors. I believe we'll maybe have more in the future. Aduri, uh, do, yeah. do you have any plans to go into hydrofoiling also? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Me, um, well, me because I, I'm in both of the career, you know, freestyle. I'm second in the world, and right now, worldwide, I'm second. And me, I just have to finish this year, and I want to finish on second place or first place in the ranking. Me, I'm now here in Morocco, like, for example, at the second stop of them because in Akiaka, in Turkey, I get uh, second place. Yeah, I just found me, I just went to the racing because. It wasn't a Youth Olympics Games, you know, like mm-hmm. I wasn't even really interested in the racing. But now that it looks really even better than freestyle because it's an Olympics back and and they just start confirming. And me, I'm just going to be training really hard on this. But for the next year, because uh, this year I have a complete like Sorry? the agenda, like my agenda is really full. Then I just have to finish now this year of freestyle yeah. because I don't want to mix everything. Because it's really hard even for me because I have to travel to many places. Yeah. And now we'll just finish in uh, no, this November, finish in Brazil, the freestyle. And then after that, can be that I start just falling all the time. 
my brother also was a world champion before I did Cornell. Yeah. And he was the one who motivated me to be here today Mm -hmm. because he's not anymore on the tour because he's already old. And yeah, not old. He's 25 years old, I think. 25, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he. But all these, like all the injuries and all this, you know, it makes you scared when you have it. And yeah, I'm here, like because of him and all mm-hmm. the, also my sponsors. Uh, I'm a rebel athlete and from already international. Yeah. Also, that they support me with everything and just uh, to make me happy to keep here on the way, you know, to keep pushing the Dominican power. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm like really good on freestyle and. Now I want to finish on first or second place. That's pretty cool. Yes. And I think it's really interesting that you're you're one of the top uh, freestyle riders, also winning uh, Olympic medal, youth Olympic medal in uh, in racing. What is yeah. the advantage do you think to to be a freestyle racer that also do the twenty racing? What's what's the advantage coming over to the racing scene from from the freestyle? Just that, uh, like. It's really, really, really different. Like, it doesn't match each other. Like, racing and freestyle is two things that you will never compare in your life, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, freestyle is something really difficult that it's just an uh, extreme sport. But racing is not a real extreme sport because it's really easy. And you just have to have a lot of strategies, you know, like to, to try to go on the bulls and pass the other and to be aggressive to them sometimes and to make them scared, you know, and like it's something similar, but it's really difficult. The crystal just advanced and it's something that you have to fly, you know. Yeah. It's really difficult, yeah. But will you compete in freestyle next season also? Uh, me? Yeah. yeah, I just said that I'm a freestyle rider, but it just depends, you know, like for example, I can do both because I have a lot of time and I just live 50 meters from the beach, you know, like... I can do both at the same time. It doesn't matter. And it's just the competition from foiling and also like the foil is risky. And I have to check if the Dominican Federation would just buy it and or to see if I can get a sponsor. Yeah. Just give them, I don't know, the foil or something that I just start contacting and we are just talking about it. Yeah. And I think uh, because I'm also, I just been foiling and I, I think I can do something really good with this. I can, because that. Uh, um, I just start getting faster, but you know the trainings and all this. You just get time because I train alone normally, and then for me everything is fast. Uh, it's really like I learn it fast, mm. and then now I just need a foil. Pretty good. But do you think there will be a mix that you will do hydrofoil freestyle, as you do yeah. freestyle tricks with the hydrofoil fins? But me, if I'm learning, I would. I think I will make a double pass with the foil. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. I, I won't mind. I just get hit because I get scared foiling. I get really scared and one time in Tarifa in May. Yeah. That I was foiling and then I was so fast with my friend and I had the freestyle kite and the freestyle kite, mm. man, you cannot foil with this kite. You can never go with a freestyle kite foiling because it, it doesn't stop, you know? You cannot break with this kite. Mm. And you need a kite that breaks, you know? And then my kite didn't break and I was just going to the shore and then I just tried to fall down with the foil. Yeah. And then in this time, the foil jumped, and I was down. And when the foil arrived, it just hit me on mm. the neck. And like yes. I, get, I get sick of it. Uh, I just say I won't do these things. But who's your sponsors? Uh, my sponsors are the international. 
and Red Bull. Red Bull. Yeah. When you were at the, what, what is your strongest, Sofia? What is the strongest impression from from the Youth Olympics? Um, for sure, uh, seeing all of the athletes, everyone with um, with their uh, like the um, shirts and whatever from their country, and everyone focusing. What I really um, got impressed for was going to the gym and uh, seeing that. At all times of the day, it was full of people training, and you could see them like really um, with their with their dreams, you know, working hard to reach them. And I loved that. It was all all people from with from a young age, and they will were like training so hard, and that was the thing I loved the most. I know it's a, I know it's something little compared to everything else we had there. But the gym was the thing that I loved the most. Ah, cool. Uh, Adore, what what would you recommend to young uh, riders uh, to be successful both in freestyle and racing? What would you say to them? What should they do? Me, I just say like, to not stay at the house or just playing PlayStation. That's that it just make you fat. Also, is one of the thing, and that make you bored. You know because. It, It's really nothing like for you to go to the water or to swim. It's something that gives you energy, you know I me? Mean? Like I recommend to everybody just to do a sport with them. Like like if they like football, or it's a good one. Everything they like, they can do it. Just to not stay home, to that, just to not do anything. Because, you know, there's a lot of things to do. And even when you're young, you can be like me. My dream was to be famous and also to just go to this Olympic things that I didn't thought but look and then I just went like this so fast you know I just started like in 2014 to start freestyle and all this yeah. and not even my brother get what I get just in one year you know with all the the records and all the, um, the competition that I won and everything you know mm-hmm. and then just them to to that Just to be focused on what they want and to train for what they want and work hard for what they want because uh, it's something that can change their life. Yeah. And if they put a lot of work, then they're gonna get even more, you know. And cool. just come, just to come to do whatever sport and to get focused on it. And who's your trainer? Trainer. My trainer is, yeah, is Florian Fri- uh, Fritel. Yeah, from Spain. Uh, a sailor. Yeah. I, like he's really young he's like 23 years old 24 I think is Florian from Spain or yeah he's from Spain yeah yeah really good the best coach ever and, um, and he's also a previous city foil rider yeah yeah he's also a foil rider yeah yeah perhaps yeah. he's over coach now again with the foil it can be but we will see with the Dominican Federation if if he will accept it but yes uh, him like he had the same vision of us you know Mm-hmm. He want us to get what we want, you know. Mm-hmm. And we were training for this a lot. He cries, he laughed, you know. <laughs> he has bad days and everything. Passion. Yes. Yeah. But just to make us to win this gold medal, you know. Because mm-hmm. we just went directly for this. We was not turning to even to go and eat rice and chicken. That is what we like. Yeah. We were just going training all day in Dominican Republic. Mm. But really good. Like he's a really good coach. Cool. Yeah. 
I would love him to come back. Yeah. Is there something yeah. more you would like to say to the listeners before we stop this podcast? Uh, well, nothing. I'm just, uh, I started a young age for kiting just to reach what I wanted. And now I'm reaching one of them. And just I won't stop. And I will keep there. I'm really young. And I have to we'll see in 2024 with the foiling Olympic game. Yeah, well, um, what I can say is that it was um, an amazing experience for me competing in the Olympics, competing in the Worlds and the Europeans as well. And I learned a lot about myself and about other people, about how to work hard, like really hard. And uh, even if people don't uh, like don't believe in you, then you can prove them wrong. So I think uh, if you have a dream, just go for it, and it will come true if uh, if you work hard enough. So it's all um, it's all about you and um, and how 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 hard are you uh, willing to work for what you want to achieve? That's it. Cool. A big, big, big congratulations to you both uh, to winning the gold medal in uh, Youth Olympics. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It's a, it's a milestone for kiteboard racing, for kitesurfing, for the sport. That And you are uh, a part of that. So big congratulations from me to you both. Thanks a lot. Look what's the difference of something. Like the gold medal is just a competition, right? The Olympics, right? Yeah. And I just get... Five times national champion, two times junior world champion, and also in 2017, like here, I get to the top nine. Yeah, know? and not even in the three, I get like 2,000, 2,000 people around in my social media, you know. And this, I get almost 3,000 with just the Olympics, and you just get like more. Yeah, what was the result in the world championship and the Italian championship for you? Ah, uh, I came first. You came first. Yeah. And you also beat uh, Daniela. She's usually a, a foil rider, but she attempted the World Championship in 20 racing also. Yes, I managed to beat her there, but absolutely not in foiling for the moment. <laughs> the best one, and I respect her a lot. Yeah. And I also want to say that in the Olympics, um, there were some really great athletes. Well, at least for the um, for the girls, and uh, especially Alina Cornelli, she really competed well, and she did very good throughout the whole week. So I feel like I have to congratulate with her, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, you two are the gold medalists, but you also represent represent all the other riders. So, of course, uh, congrats to all the one who made it to the Youth Olympics. And, and uh, so that was great, too. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, you take care. Thanks. Thanks for you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Time.